with Shannon Byrne on ABC Grandstands Digital. Hello and welcome to the two halves for this Monday on Grandstand Digital and Radio Australia. Thank you so much for your company. I am indeed Shannon Byrne. And today we'll be giving you a comprehensive response from coaches. We'll also hear from some of the players from this weekend's round 22 games of the NRL. Well, first of all, though, how did your team go? Did you have a win or are you happy at least with how your team performed? Uh, No doubt there's some fans or some members of a team that uh, have a little bit of room maybe a lot of room for improvement but I wonder were you happy with your team's performance or if you don't know all the results we'll give you all the results of the games so far and have a quick look at tonight's final game to round out round 22. Now talking about improvements one team that has improved their results over the last two weeks is the Melbourne Storm and they've definitely marked their turf as defending NRL champions by seeing off fellow competition heavyweights South Sydney they won at home Melbourne Storm 26-8 to and that is despite the Rabbitohs uh, missing injured 5'8 John Sutton although his uh, replacement Luke Keary did impress in his first NRL start. Let's find out the thoughts of Michael Maguire on his side's 26-8 uh, loss on Friday night. Well, I was really pleased with the effort. Um, you know, last week against the Cowboys was definitely not up to our standard. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, Melbourne jumped us very quickly at the start and got two um, pretty easy tries there. So we definitely didn't start the way we are capable of starting. So we, we, we need to have a look at that one. But you know, I, was, I was proud of the players, how they climbed back into the game. And you know, we, we built enough pressure at times to, to take a few opportunities. But we probably just weren't, um, you know, the finesse of our play at the time didn't uh, get get the result. So, and you know, that's what Melbourne do. When they uh, take their chance, they take it. Um, so you know, we'll, we'll get a fair bit out of this game. More positives than negatives? Oh, we'll get plenty of positives and you know, plenty of things to work on, as you do in a game like this. And you know, um, you know, They're a quality team, so you know, we'll, uh, we'll assess where we're at and, you know, uh, and see how all the troops are and, and bounce back next week. I think it was two tries in three minutes early. Uh, was that the key? Yeah, if you let a team like Melbourne get two tries like that, it's uh, you know, you're, you're forever chasing, I guess. And you know, I was really pleased how the boys got composure uh, after those two tries and, and got themselves you know back into a position where you know we, we could have taken it forward. But uh, you know, again, lesson learnt. Um, you know, we need to look at our start. Was it a slow start from your side, or more a jumping out of the blocks from Melbourne? Oh, I think the opportunities that Melbourne had, you know, they, they took them. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, the, the ball bounced and the next thing, uh, you know, someone didn't probably fill a space from the inside and, you know, Will Chambers went through and, and then unfortunately uh, Dylan Farrell was uh, coming out of in goal and, you know, the, the ball popped out and they scored a try. So there's two real quick, cheap tries, I suppose, uh, uh, in situations that we could have controlled. Um, so, you know, when you let a team like Melbourne, you know, get those opportunities, uh, you know, you, you've got to really build your game and I thought we did that. Uh, you know, we gave ourselves opportunities but, uh, you know, we didn't take them as as I said. In the second half, I mean, there was a period there, and we were just saying in the box, it was a good 10 or 15 minutes where Melbourne just looked out on their feet, um, and, and there wasn't a stoppage in play at all. Um, inability to, to, to break through there, what were your thoughts at that point in the game? Yeah, that's where we'll get the lessons. Um, yeah, they, they hung in there, uh, Melbourne. Uh, they're a team that do that. So, uh, yeah, well, obviously when we had those opportunities, we um, built some good momentum down through the middle there. Yeah, we need to come up with the right plays. And yeah, I thought at times we, um, yeah, come on. Um, I thought at times, uh, yeah, young Luke Kerry took some great opportunities, and yeah, Renault and, uh, but uh, just unfortunately there, we just probably didn't get across that line. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get a fair bit out of this one. What were your thoughts on Luke Kerry tonight? 
Oh, he was great. I thought he was uh, provided a lot of energy, a lot of dominance, and uh, yeah, performed very well for us. So, you know, he's uh, he's going to be a player, uh, you know, that we can utilise definitely uh, with the games coming. Provide competition for John Sutton when he comes back. Yeah, oh, for sure. And you know, young Adam, yeah, you know, I think uh, yeah, they, they work really well together. So yeah, you know, they complement each other, and you know, if they keep doing that, then we're going to get better and better as a team. What are your thought on, thoughts on Adam Reynolds without Sutton? Oh, I think yeah. You know, Luke Kerry came in and filled a very similar role that uh, Johnny Sutton did. So, you know, I, I think there's there's times in a game with our kicking and those sorts of things that we'll have a look at. You know, if we, we build a bit of pressure through those uh, those times, then you know, we, we probably would have come up with a few more opportunities. With um, Wen Inglis and as well as John Return, um, how do you think that'll add to the side? I mean, if you face Melbourne again later on this season in the finals? I think it'll add a hell of a lot. Um, yeah, in what, in what departments do you think? Yeah, the way Greg brings the ball back and the way he chimes into the line and the way he works hard and just his size, dominance. You know, and John's the same. You know, he's a very dominant figure amongst our team and he works well with everyone around him and, you know, he um, provides a lot of opportunities for us. So, you know, we're two, two good players um, hopefully coming back yeah, very soon. Um, I mean, on the paper, it's three losses out of four, but how do you assess where you are at this point in the season? Um, I'm pleased we're really improved from last week. Uh, that's, that's our biggest thing. You know, we're, we're disappointed uh, from last week's performance and we're a much improved team tonight and we've just got to keep our heads down and keep working hard. And that was South Sydney coach uh, Michael Maguire there talking after his side's loss and he was chatting there with uh, Dan Conifer. Well, the other game that was on on Friday night saw Parramatta end a 10-match losing streak. They had a nail-biting 26-22 win over the West Tigers at Parramatta Stadium to heap more pressure on West Tigers coach Mick Potter. It was a pretty seesawing match that saw the Eels secure the two points with a try two minutes from full time. So all of the fans were left uh, hanging on the edge of their seat. The crowd, a touch over 12,000, was highly entertained and also great news for the uh, home side. They welcomed back Jared Hayne following a hamstring injury that sidelined him for more than two months. This is the thoughts of their inspirational captain, Tim Manor. He's speaking here with Richard Svensson. Well, Tim, I guess uh, what relief probably the the first words when the uh, full time siren went tonight. Yeah, yeah, definitely relief. Um, uh, you know, it's been a tough couple of months. Um, and, you know, losing definitely has an effect on you, but you know, we're just gonna. You know, it wasn't the prettiest game. But we're just gonna take that win and uh, we're gonna enjoy it. Jared Hayne back tonight must have given the side plenty of confidence. Yeah, it makes a big difference. He, um, you know, even when we come back to the training page, you know, he probably lifted that training by about ten or fifteen percent, and. Um, you know, it's a, you need your big players. You need your big game players, and you know, he make, you know, that's that's what we've been lacking a bit. And in saying that, I've been really proud of all the other boys. Um, they've been hanging tough for the last few months, and um, they've never given in, and they showed that again tonight. He spent a bit of time at five eight tonight, but uh, Jake Mullaney did a good job at fullback. Yeah, you know, I think um, having someone like Jared in the house probably compliments Jake a bit and gives him a bit more opportunity to shine. And I thought he had a really good game tonight. Some big efforts over the last few months. You don't get the result tonight. Must make that all worthwhile. Yeah, you know, um, it was it was close, but you know, I'm happy that we just got the result. And you know, it doesn't matter whether it was 30 points or one point. We're going to take it, and like I said, we're going to enjoy it and uh, enjoy each other's company. And you won't look too far ahead at the competition ladder, but I guess the last four games now are just about finish them strongly. Yeah, you know, we'll bounce off that. We'll um, we'll use a bit of momentum from that, get a bit of confidence, and um, hopefully build and um, head Suncorp next week with a bit of confidence. And a final one for you. You're coach in the press conference had some uh, pretty high praise for yourself but you you take it as a pat on the back you know it is um you know between him and the rest of the coaching staff you know we're very fortunate to be in the position we're in um you know any other 
club going through what we're going through at the moment um, probably wouldn't handle it as, as well as they have. And you know, we we, we look to them. They're, they're our leaders, and you know, full credit to them because um, if it wasn't for them, you know, we'd be a lot worse off. Tim, well on the victory tonight. Thanks for talking to ABC Grandstand. Ah, thank you very much. And a very happy and excited Tim Manor there, as they mentioned. A very tough season for the Parramatta Eels. It's also been a very tough season for the West Tigers. And the man that everybody is talking about leading up to this game was how much pressure Mick Potter would be under if the Tigers did lose to the bottom dwellers, uh, the Parramatta Eels. And it all came unravelling on Friday night when they did go down by four points. And this was his initial reaction following his side's four-point loss. He's chatting here with Richard Svensson. Well, Mick, fair to say, plenty of effort from your team out there tonight. Yeah, I, um, I, I did a bit of a count earlier in the day, uh, just about how many how many immature players we've got, and, and there's about ten or eleven that, that are 22 or under, and we've got three that can play play 20 still. And you know, there's never been a lack of effort, and just just execution, and, and that game was there. And you know, the players are, are just so disappointed that they couldn't get the result, and that yet they were so close. And you know, it's a uh, it's it's devastating for them as well as you know disappointing for myself. But you know, we, we we never said we we're going to be world beaters with 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 what we got. But we thought that was a game to win. Another one tonight, Young Luani. How did you assess his performance? Well, he he was um, he was uh, emotional. I think it was his 21st birthday or something uh, not long ago. And um, he's um, I thought he was enormous. His first first game, and he's, he'd been playing 80 minutes in the state cup for for quite a few weeks given that um, we had our other hooker out, Masada and uh, he's been holding his end up there really well and deserved a chance and you know, I'm real happy to give it to him and I'm just I'm just a bit sad for him that, that we couldn't get a win off the back of it. Keith Galloway, he was enormous tonight. Keith, Keith just is his third game back from, from having a pec injury so he was, he was out for about four and a half months so Again, there's some promising signs for us, and and um, you know, he's he's a good player, and and he'll he'll take us take us forward all the time. And, you know, looking forward to him have a, have some support behind him. On tonight's game, did you feel at times you might have got the rub of the green? The 50-50s didn't go your way. We thought possible forward pass in the opening try, a six to go in the second half, you didn't get. Yeah, well, it's a pity the radio can't see my gritted teeth. But yes, I was disappointed in a lot of those calls, and and um, you know, very frustrating up in the coach's box and, and the players who, who extend the effort to not to not get a couple more calls. And you know, we still had opportunities. That's not the reason, but just it is it is frustrating from a from a spectator's point of view, if you like. It's been a tough week for you. Do you feel any different after the game than you did before the game as to the situation? Uh, I don't feel I don't feel any different to the situation. That you know, it, it's probably a week I'd like not to have every every single week. But but um, you know, it goes with the territory as far as as far as you know, coaching in our in the NRL. They they um, they've got a story and they're running with it. And they, you know, I want I want rugby league to be in the in the media, but but preferably not about this. Talking about rugby league, they, your team tried hard. Benji Marshall tonight. Benji is the same. He he he, he tried as as best he could and. You know, some some things come off, some things didn't. So you know, we, again, there's no lack of effort from our more senior blokes. You still got a bit of a smile on your face. Obviously, tough times come with the territory of coaching. Well, it's 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 not it's not um, smiling for for um, you know losing or anything. It's it's just it's just understanding the situation and where we're at. We, we've got you know 10, 11 odd immature players playing in in the premium competition in the world. There's no other team that's got those sort of numbers with ages. So. Now, 
I think the future's bright and, you know, I'd, 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 I'd like to think we can progress very quickly. And that was Mick Potter, the coach of the West Tigers after their loss to uh, the bottom of the table team. Parramatta Eels and uh, for the West Tigers it doesn't get any easier their next round match is against uh, the top of the ladder it's the Sydney Roosters next Monday night so uh, a tough time indeed and that was the two games on Friday night The Two Halves on ABC Grandstand Digital and thank you so much for joining us on Grandstand Digital also across Asia and the Pacific internationally you are with Radio Australia. Let's take a look now at the games that occurred in round 22 on Saturday and the Sydney Roosters, well they moved into the NRL competition lead after holding off for a 28-22 win over the Canberra Raiders. That was at the Sydney Football Stadium on Saturday night. The win takes the Roosters two points ahead of South Sydney after their loss and there's four rounds to play and it will be a great battle indeed for that number one minor premiership for 2013. The game was uh, an interesting one that uh, saw Canberra Raiders just hang in there and it was probably a confidence booster after their absolute thrashing last week at the hands of Melbourne Storm. But it was all about the Roosters on Saturday afternoon and let's hear from their winning coach Trent Robinson. Well, Trent, would it be fair to say satisfied with the two points but not satisfied with the performance? Yeah, that'd be about right. Yeah, not... Uh... Yeah, we we played uh, well enough to get the two points, which was great, and that's a, that's what we want at this time of the year. But we also uh, we want to play a style of footy that we can be proud of, and we probably missed our mark tonight on that. Canberra, they got hammered last week. Teams always had that bounce back factor. Was that a fear coming into tonight's game? Not a fear, but we knew they they would have a bounce. They they would bounce back after last week's loss. We knew their attitude would be right. We knew their tackling had improved, and, and that's what happened. You know, and with Blake Ferguson coming back in, they were uh, they were tough to handle. A good start to the second half. Did you have a bit to say to the troops at the halftime break? Yeah, we weren't uh, we weren't happy with the way we were defending. Probably like we did in the back end of the second half as well. We were a bit disappointed about um, yeah what we pride ourselves on, and we weren't we weren't putting it on the park. Um, Still good enough to score some points, some opportunities, more opportunistic tries tonight than anything. Yeah, there was a lot of opportunities for both teams tonight, and I think we we created some, and so today and. Um, it's up to us to, to defend those better, but um, it's hard to stop some of those Canberra boys when they get going. And yeah, we we we'd like to be better than that though in in defence. Spoke to both Mitchell Pearce and Michael Jennings on the field after the game. They said the coach will have a bit to say through the week, but it also seems like the senior players might have a bit to say in that performance. Yeah, they they knew they weren't they weren't happy with their game, and definitely I wasn't happy either with uh, with the way that we played. So. Um, yeah, they're pretty honest with themselves. They weren't they weren't ecstatic after the game. They were disappointed in themselves. Even though they got the two points, they think they, they let themselves down, and that's the way that we see it. So um, that's a that's a good attitude to have for them. You're missing a couple of key players tonight, but also Boyd Cordner gone down. What's the latest with him? Not sure at the moment. He went off, uh, couldn't wait bear on his ankle, which doesn't look good. So. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about that. That's obviously uh, a key player for us. Boyd has been all year, so uh, we'll see how he is uh, tomorrow morning. Final one for you, though. You now sit two points clear at the top of the table. It must be a good feeling. Yeah, it's a good feeling. I guess it's good to be in this position, um, but uh, we need to play better footy. That's that's what we... And we have for, for a long period of time, and that's why we're in that position. But um, that wasn't the case tonight, so we need to readdress that and get back on the front foot next week. And that was uh, the winning coach, Trent Robinson. Uh, and you could just tell, though, in his voice, 
They did pick up the points, uh, the Sydney Roosters, but he was not impressed at all with their performance when uh, they only had a narrow six-point win over the Canberra Raiders. Well, talking about narrow wins, it was another exciting game on Saturday night where we saw Newcastle up against Cronulla and the Newcastle Knights, well, they have cemented their spot in the top eight with a thrilling win over Cronulla at Shark Park. Knights centre Dane Gagai scored his second try two minutes from full time to snatch an 18-14 to 14 win in the 250th game for Knights hooker Danny Badiris. The win takes Newcastle to seventh place on the ladder and that's only one point behind Cronulla. This is the winning coach Wayne Bennett talking after his side's thrilling win. Wayne, it wasn't pretty, but it may end up being one of the most important wins of the season. Yeah, it might, uh, Craig. Um, no, it wasn't pretty, but um, you know the, the best thing about the night, we just didn't give up. We just, time and time again... Um, you know, we made mistakes, uh, got some tough calls on us. Didn't get a, probably a 50-50 call all night, uh, but we just stayed at it, uh, kept, the, kept the scoreboard down, kept us in reach. And I think we defended in the second half there, four sets on the try line in a row, and then I think we did another couple in a row. And I mean, you, by that stage, you run out of gas, you're getting pretty tired. But um, they, uh, they just kept turning up. Do you think that period of the game... Uh, won the match for you when you, you didn't concede a point through those four sets of six in a row? Well, it didn't win at that particular time, but it saved us. You know, if, they, if they'd have scored, they'd have been out of reach um, because we weren't getting a lot happen for, happening for us and, and we weren't making a lot happen either. We were trying hard, but, um, yeah, it kept the scoreboard in check. It was 14, well, it was 12 all still, and so um, it made it inside all the way and uh, with four minutes to go I think we we, we uh, dropped the ball and I just said to one of the staff he said I think we're gone I said no I said we've got two sets to go mm -hmm. I said we're not done yet and just sat down and watched it unfold because I just I could see the belief in him I could see him want, not wanting to give it away not, want, not wanting to you know, finish second so this belief um, that the team's playing with now, and uh, it's starting, it's to, get, starting to get there? Yeah. yeah, starting to get there, Craig, yeah. 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 Uh, you think it's been there last four or five weeks and building? It's, it's building, it's getting there, you know. Well, these were games we lost, you know, even this year, early in the season, you know. Broncos last week behind at half-time, you know. Half-time here, here tonight behind. Oh, sorry, we're up two points rather here, here tonight, you know. But we could have been up 10 points last year, 12 points and early this year, you know, and would get ourselves run down. Mm. It's not happening to us now. You know, we are closing games out. We are, we are staying there right to, to the end. Danny Baderas, a milestone for him, 250 games tonight. You said in the press conference you, you felt the players really played for him tonight. Well, they did. I've got no doubt about that. We, um, we talked about that yesterday and... Um, without making a big song and dance about it. Um, he's so respected in the club and the community for, for who he's been and what he's done for the game. Um, nobody here tonight could let him down, and nobody did. They just, you know, we weren't pretty tonight, but we didn't have to be pretty. We just had to be gutsy, and we were gutsy. And, and uh, he'll never forget tonight, and they won't either. So they all got a reward. Did you get excited with the, the final play or the, the final minute or two when there was a chip kick uh, from Jared, which... Darius Boyd caught on the full, got your field position, and then the, the kick across for Dane Gagai. That was some, you know, yeah. amazing stuff. Yeah, it was. Well, we played for it. I mean, we practiced it. And we played for it. We just At a point, you got to throw caution to the wind, and uh, they backed themselves, and that's what you know. 
The only people with some confidence can do that. Someone would have found a way to bugger that up, you know, but they didn't. You know, Darius might, might have tried to throw a panic pass, someone might have thrown a... No one, no one panicked in that set, nobody panicked at all. They just stayed calm, got the field position, made the plays, and when I saw the ball in the air, I just saw him, I just knew he was going to take that ball. I just knew that the moment was his. That's working with him long enough and knowing what makes him tick. You've coached a lot of games. Uh, you still get a real kick out of wins like tonight? Yeah, of course I do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it if I didn't. Um, and I've had some tough losses here. This is a tough place to win at. And uh, I've been here a lot of times with some good footy teams and we've walked away and we've had some close wins here. It's a kind of a, it's a bit of a funny place here, you know, you can get beaten well or you can go right down to the wire. We won here with the Broncos in about 99, 2000, I think it was 2000 actually. We won it right on full time, similar type thing to tonight. Big Wendell went up and caught a ball and finished up past the Tatey and we were gone with 30 seconds to go, you know, so. Yeah, so this place it haunts me a bit, but at the same time we had some great wins here. And that was Wayne Bennett after his side's thrilling win. Well, when there's a thrilling win, there's always a happy coach. And also when there's a narrow loss, there's always a disappointed coach. Let's hear now from Shane Flanagan, the coach of the Cronulla Sharks. Shane, did you do enough to win the game tonight? Obviously not. Um, you know, we competed there for you know, a fair part of it. But, you know, in the end, they wanted it more than we did at the end. Now, they just, that, that last kick... Um, you know, we just needed to clean it up, and we didn't. Uh, we were poor in a few other areas, and they coming off our try line. We dropped the ball and gifted them a try um, in the second half. If you do that at this level, you're not going to win too many footy games. How was the, the attitude going in? Your, your form's been great. I think you're three in a row. You won in New Zealand last week. Many didn't think you'd win there. You're at home tonight. Weren't you? What were your thoughts coming in? Yeah, no, I thought, yeah, we're in a good place. Um, Train well during the week, and you know the performance was um, wasn't a poor performance. We just didn't do enough to win in the end. You know Newcastle a little bit desperate. You know I'm not going away disappointed on the way we played. I'm just disappointed on the way we handled the last ten minutes. Um, but you know overall we did some you know some some tough periods that we defended really well, and you know, we put some reasonable attack on against the side that was pretty desperate as well. The, the period of time there we uh, had four sets in a row on the night's line. Did that? You think at, the, at that time uh, might have decided this match tonight, the fact you couldn't get across the strike? Well, in the end, it maybe. Um, I just felt that you know during that period that we should have uh, probably executed a little bit, a little bit better. Um, you know, we got repeat sets or got a try there. Uh, I think we're a little, little bit off there in a couple of occasions. But uh, as I said, I knew Newcastle would defend like they did, and I knew they'd be desperate. Positives to come out of tonight. Some of the individual. Performances: Andrew Fafita, Paul Gallon does it every week. Uh, pretty strong. Yeah, Gallon's um, getting better. Um, you know, he's, he pumped out 80 minutes tonight. He was probably uh, needed a spell there at the end, but it was so close that we, you know, one of my best players out there, and he's definitely one of those. So, you know, as I said, I think uh, over the next couple of weeks you'll see Gal, you know, fit and healthy and playing 80 minutes. Um, is there a problem with Ben Pomeroy on report? Did you get a look at that? Yeah, I did have a look at it. You know, um, I didn't even think he got him anywhere near the head. I thought he got him in around the chest, but you know, he's been put on report. Cost us two points, and um, we'll have a look at it on Monday. And that was Shane Flanagan speaking after his side's uh, narrow loss on Saturday.
Well, there were three games on Sunday, and we'll start with the game between the Brisbane Broncos and the St George Illawarra. And Brisbane triumphed by two points over the Dragons at Lang Park. But it was bad news for Justin Hodges. In the 18th minute, he exited due to a suspected ruptured Achilles tendon. And it put a big dampener on their win. The Broncos coach, Anthony Griffin, said uh, Hodges' injury was absolutely shattering for the side. And uh, it looks like the injury may keep him out for up to six months which is devastating news indeed. And it was a devastating loss too for the St George Illawarra Dragons who languish at the bottom of the ladder and their coach Steve Price spoke after their game. Yeah, I thought there was a lot of good individual performances there and had a lot of worthy guys who you know, a few busted guys out there and they kept finding ways to hang tough. And, yeah, it was just a game we just threw away in the end. It was, uh, you know, it's a tough one to take. Really disappointed with that that try just uh, just after half time. We spoke about it all week about playing on down short sides and being prepared to chance your arm down there and just feel short in that regard and you know to get that soft try off McCulloch. We spoke about all week about running for WRF. And, but in saying that, we got back in the, in the arm wrestle. We got to the lead and we showed some glimpses of some reasonable football. And um, you know, I credit the Broncos. They, uh, And that was Steve Price speaking to Alistair Nicholson after his side's uh, narrow loss to the Brisbane Broncos. Another game on Sunday saw uh, the Manly Seagulls defeat the New Zealand Warriors 27-12. And it was Manly's winger David Williams who scored a hat-trick in Manly's win. And Brett Stewart also scored a double for his side. Manly is now on 31 points consolidating the team's hold on a top-four spot ahead of the finals. This was the Seagulls coach, Jeff Tuvey, following his side's win. Jeff, you got the job done today. A pretty impressive performance all round. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really pleasing to be a quality side like the Warriors um, up here. Um, a bit, bit inconsistent in the first half, just couldn't quite control the ball, but um, got there at the end. Uh, were you surprised you, you only were able to lead for 4-0 for as long as you, you did, even though you had a, quite a bit of field position, you had quite a bit of possession? Yeah, I think uh, in the first half we only uh, completed uh, 53% of that possession. So uh, we had plenty of opportunities, but just couldn't quite convert it to points. Um, but I'm sure that will work that out during the week and change that result, hopefully, for South. Now, was the plan to, to try and go wide early today and, and run the, the bigger Warrior players around? Uh, was that the tactics rather than play straight down the centre? Uh, look, not really, but uh, you know, you're always um, a bit foolish, I suppose, if you take, try and take the Warriors on up the middle. Um, but again, it was a hot day out there today, and I thought our forwards did extremely well in containing their forwards, and also made plenty of metres when they got tired in this heat. Glenn Stewart and Brett Stewart, uh, they're two key members of your team and have been for a while, both uh, very important members of this winning team today. Yeah, they were. Um, I think um, that side, our, our right side, scored a few tries. I thought uh, David Williams was um, very impressive today as well, had a solid game, um, and also obviously Jamie Lyons always a threat out there. Now, an injury to Anthony Watmo. What's the, the situation there? Oh, we have to assess it. He definitely won't be uh, playing um, next week with his short turnaround on the Friday, but we'll know more hopefully tomorrow uh, with some scans. But um, touch wood, um, it'll only be a week or two. Now, from a consistency point of view, are Manly doing what you'd hope they would be at this stage of the season? Oh, look, it's, it's too hard to say. I'm very pleased uh, where, we, where we are at the moment. I think um, it's a great... Um, a uh, great um, uh, 
position that we're in and we just need to take advantage of that uh, later on. And that was uh, Jeff Toovey chatting with uh, Craig Hamilton following his side's win over the New Zealand Warriors. And the final game on Sunday saw North Queensland. How well their win has kept their slim NRL finals hopes alive. They had a 36-4 thrashing of the Penrith Panthers in Sydney. A week earlier, the Cowboys had defeated the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, that means it's back-to-back victories coming in the wake of coach Neil Henry having his contracted terminated a year earlier. So it was a big win indeed. Then this is Brent Tate's thoughts. Uh, he spoke to ABC Grandstand after the siren. Brent Tate from North Queensland Cowboys. Brent, uh, um, I just mentioned to Ray Thompson about uh, the vibe amongst the boys now that obviously Neil might be moving on. What, what's your take as a senior player of this team? Yeah, oh, mate, to be honest with you, the last couple of weeks, well, I think we've, we've just broken the shackles a little bit and started to have a bit of fun. And, you know, um, a few passes are starting to stick, stick for us, which probably hasn't done in the past. So... Bit of carefree footy, mate. We're really enjoying it. So, you know, it's, it's better late than never, mate. You know, we're still a chance. So, um, you know, tonight's a really good performance here too because it's tough to come here on a Sunday night. There's not many people here and uh, not much atmosphere, but we got the job done. Mate, you had some certainly some good joy down the right side. Uh, good ball movement your way. Obviously, a bit of ball in hand. You and uh, uh, Felt having some good combination now. Yeah, he's a good young kid, actually. Um, you know, he's got a huge future ahead of him. I think, you know... If he can stay up for the last bit of the year and, you know, be a real good lead-in for him next year as well. So, um, mate, it's always a pleasure playing outside someone like Jono. So it's good, mate. Mate, great. Thank you very much for your time and good luck for the future. And that was uh, Brent Tate talking after his sides at thrashing of the Penrith Panthers. Well, there is only one more game tonight to finish off round 22, and that is between the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, who sit in fifth, and they're up against the Gold Coast, who are just outside of the top eight. So a, a very important game for the Gold Coast, but it's going to be a tough ask for the Gold Coast. They head out to Olympic Stadium in Sydney, and that game is on 7 o'clock tonight. Well, that is all the action from round 22. As I mentioned, only one game to go tonight. I hope your team had a win, or if not, let's at least hope they were competitive. Not so many blowouts from last weekend's round of football. Well, that's all we have time for on the two halves. Just a reminder, Friday you'll catch all the action of the two halves where Amanda Shalala and Matt Logue, where they will look ahead for round 23. I'm Shannon Byrne. Thank you so much for your company. Enjoy your sporty week.